This is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. Broadcasting from the HJL Hospitality and Evolve Studios in LA and KZSB AM 1290 and FM 96.9 Santa Barbara or somewhere from the road. He's opened and fixed more than 200 restaurants, bars, nightclubs, hotels, and neighborhood joints around the globe. He's an industry driver, an author, and a columnist. He's a restaurateur with legendary rock star Mick Fleetwood in Fleetwood's on Front Street in Lahaina, Maui. And he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. Sometimes all I think about is you Late nights in the middle of June Heat waves been freaking me out Can't make you happier now Sometimes all I think about is you Late nights in the middle of June Heat waves been freaking me out Can't make you happier now Usually I put something on TV So we never think about you and me But today I see our reflections clearly In Hollywood laying on the screen You just need a better life than this You need something I can never give Fake water all across the road It's gone now the night has come by Sometimes all I think about is you Late nights in the middle of June I'm 28 years old, uh, from Queens, New York, living in York, Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. poster, like myself. That's a stretch. That's a stretch. I'm from that Miami. That is a stretch. You picked a pop song. Do you like singing pop music? Yeah, Glass Animals is actually one of my favorite bands, and uh, I think they have a lot of pop sensibility. What I love about the pop landscape right now is that any brilliantly crafted melody could be a pop song, but it could be an alternative indie song. A salsa song, or like a mariachi song. It could be a reggaeton song, which you did there. And then, um... You've been on a singing competition. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, there we go. From Thank Miami. You. Right, but I feel like I'm missing somebody like you on my team. I'm looking for somebody that is alternative indie with a pop sensibility. What other bands or artists do you listen to? Because I bet I know them. It's a lot of UK-based bands, but uh, cool. Foles, Daughter. I love... Daughter. I feel like we could be really a great team. I'd definitely keep that in mind. Definitely keep that in mind. Sounds like he's not really done. No, that's it almost like I'll think about yeah. it. I care about voices that are character voices that have 
personality and style. And I think that you have that kind of a voice. It's a lot of information that you have to like download in the seat before you press your button. And I just kept thinking to myself, what am I doing? Because your voice is so rich and it can get really big at the same time. So it'd be fun to play in that area. Thank you so much. I was the first one to turn for you. I hope you noticed that. And they they follow my lead, but I feel like (laughs) I really heard that magic in your voice. It needs to be heard by everybody. And it's it's gonna sound weird, but I feel like in some ways heard kind of like a male version of you, Gwen. Her voice is so like distinct and commercial, and I really feel like yours is really distinct and commercial too. Like it really stands out and has like a power to it. Thank you, John. It's like a cool instrument. I'm so curious what you're doing in York. I was born in New York in uh, in Queens. Um, I was hoping my mom would actually be able to you know be here today, Um, but unfortunately she has cerebral palsy, so she is uh, not in good condition to fly out this way. So shout out to mom. We love you, mom. And um, I've just been gigging since around age 18 or 19. Man, I didn't hit my button because the genre was completely out of my lane. And now that I'm here in the indie, uh, what, what is it, alternative? Alternative those, indie. Those are things, right? You're just like not yeah. cool yeah, I know. I'm not cool. I, I agree. But I I'm glad that I, but I could hear that you had a great voice. I just didn't know from a coaching perspective how I could fit into that. That wouldn't be right for you. I can understand that. Yeah. What is right for you is one of these three coaches. And I... <laughs> with the power bestowed upon me, have the ability to ask you, who do you choose as your coach? Come on, Devix. You guys made it really tough. Come on, Devix. I mean, y'all had a connection. You didn't have a connection. I saw it. Hey, what about me? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I saw it. I think I think I know. I choose Camila. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. It is fall and season 22 of The Voice Mm -hmm. is back. Yeah, we're uh, premiered on Monday night. NBC's The Voice for icons, musical icons compete to find and transform America's inspiring voices into music's next phenomenon. Um... Also, man, you can watch it on NBC, but I, I'm a streaming guy, so I get it on Peacock. Um, and you can and watch season 22. It's just started, so you, you can catch up very quickly. If you've missed anything, America's Best Undiscovered Talent goes head-to-head on teams led by four of today's biggest musical icons, as I said, who playfully compete against each other while mentoring in search of the next superstar. NBC, this is The Voice, Monday and Tuesdays, 8, 7 Central on NBC, and streaming on Peacock TV. We've got a special guest that has joined us, uh, actually two here, two of the artists from The Voice, Orlando Mendez is still here, and and we're happy for that, and we've uh, got joining us Devix. What a cool name. Hello, hello. (laughs) Welcome, my friend. So you got a you got a fascinating fascinating uh, life story here, as well as just beautiful music that is infectious and uh, and just a lot of fun. Sure, I like this Thank though. I, yeah, welcome, welcome. We've got a good friend of the show, uh, Jeff Skunk Baxter, Doobie Brothers Hall of Famer, Steely Dan. Right? He is. Uh, he learned music and still. Um, 
by getting interested in sound and the science of sound. This guy is a brilliant, not only one of the world's best guitar players, but he's a brilliant man and how he, he'll take apart, you know, the instruments and the, uh, the amplifiers and, and he understand and sound waves and so much so that the CIA, uh, he is a member of the CIA now and, and helps, uh, how music helps teach the CIA and the agents, how music can be used as weapons of destruction as well. Sound waves. It's just also fascinating to me when I, I read this in your bio, um, that you fell in love with the science of sound. What does that mean? What, how, what does that mean to you? And, and explain that if you wouldn't mind. I'm fascinated sure, by it. Sure, yeah. Um, it, it's come from a lot of different experiences that I've had with it. Of course, everyone, you know, finds a way that uh, makes music uh, become a big part of your life or just having love for music in general. <clears throat> um, I guess when I'm talking about the sound, I started looking into uh you know potentially going into like music therapy i kept hearing about how people found music to be this very therapeutic thing mm-hmm. for them and i never particularly looked at it in that exact light even though it was being therapeutic in the you know the entirety of that time um but then i started to realize like how much of a psychological effect it, it has had on me i'm like you know well, now we're starting to piece these pieces together as i move along uh in in music and in my career and i'm like Oh, wow. Like I'm noticing that when this chord progression is played, um, you know, I'm starting to feel this particular way. And I notice that there's a lot of resemblance in, in what a crowd hears that or when someone yeah. else talks about the music and they say like, yeah, that, that chord, that's exactly when I felt that, you know, tension because it was like the sixth on the, you know, um, things like that. And then, you know, just how crazy you can get when you have that exact same chord progression, but a melody on top of it or a harmony on top of it. One little tweak can be translated completely differently uh in your head to to essentially you know have neurons firing in one direction or the other you know your brain chemistry literally changes with every step of the way with this music stuff and and that's that goes for sound as well i've noticed over time um that i just had a really keen ear for for listening and hearing things so a lot of times you know just for like a, a little funny gag thing here like i have friends that are like oh do you see this guy over here i'm like dude shut up they can hear you and it's like there's no way they like they probably actually can't but like i'm i'm training my ear to the point where it's like every little bit of sound (laughs) at all times is just just right there for me so i'm with you that's incredible yeah um dr d you know what this is devix is is hit on it finally after 500 shows or so Uh we've had so many music (laughs) artists and devix i I bring this up constantly and then i just i think i've given up because i don't know how to express it the way you just did but i've been trying to touch on that i I ask every musician or i've asked a lot of the musicians what is that what um what is that chord that you're determined and you're watching the audience and you're going, I, I play this chord, I play this. Let's see, I don't even know how to describe it. The um, melody or the, mm. I don't know. The you, harmony, you, the, the melody. Harmony. You hit, you, you're yeah. listening and you go that, that level, that pitch, that, that musical note. Look what the, how the crowd's responding. Look how I respond. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're taking it a little bit further and looking at how the brain responds to these things. What is that? I mean, have you, I know this is a, a journey of discovery and a fascination sure. with this. And, and, but what, it, what, I mean, what are some of the interesting things that you've actually learned? Do we know why? Um, do we know why certain noises or sounds do that to us? So a lot of, 
me figuring that out has not been like by the books you know so i, I talk a lot about the love for it um but i wouldn't say that i've like studied it extensively mm -hmm. i have like looked up like you know because i was interested i can't remember what the word is actually called um but like the study of sound i guess um and i know that they taught i was actually going to college for music therapy for a little bit so i did start to notice some of the things in my psychology classes start to kind of piece together i'm like ah that's starting to make more sense now they don't particularly talk about it from a music standpoint when they're teaching that type of class unless it is a music therapy class but or basic psychology class you kind of have to i guess piece those things together yourself <clears throat> um mm -hmm. well I just, I just think it's like a really fascinating thing i think it's really fascinating and i like how you're um you're, you uh, you're you're bringing that you're incorporating that into your music and your your um, development of your music. It's, I think it's just fascinating. Um. <laughs> I think I think it's important that when you're the listener as well. Um, I think that's a, that's the biggest thing. You know, I didn't I've I've played music all my life, but I didn't take it seriously until maybe tenth or eleventh grade, where I started to realize, you know, I think this might be what I want to do, and I it definitely you know came together in the right way, and I. I knew that's what was going to happen but um i had been a listener mostly for so long uh and then then when i started writing and then, then kind of going back to like let me put the headphones on and listen to my own thing to see if i like how it's sounding but also listening to the things that you know you like because then you can kind of pick the little things apart like I, most of the time i'm listening to a song my brain kind of automates too is that how you would have done it? Uh, is is he? Are they doing it a little bit differently? Is it a stylistic choice difference, or is it? I don't think that was the best fit of a quarter, or you know, note or melody, whatever. You know, the rhythm should it have been that? Should it have not been that? Um, and it's not to say that you know anyone else's music is just, it's not as you know good or anything. It's more so just like mm -hmm. trying to find out what it's works you. for you, how mm -hmm. to how to play your pieces into it, and um, if you can figure that out as a listener, you can figure that out and you're writing and then you can also figure out you know like i get kind of how spotify figures it out when like oh you like this song you'll probably like this too you it's i think it's important for you to know that yourself without a, an algorithm telling you it so right and right, of course right. the term Instinct. is acoustics i mean at the end of the sure. day yeah. yeah yeah and at the end of the day our gut our instincts as humans is pretty sharp if you if you are in tune to it and you're it feels like that's what you've been working on since you were a toddler is that listening to, uh, being aware being present um sure. deconstructing well, my sense of my sense of smell and my eyesight are terrible so i think it just picked up in the ear <laughs> something like that <laughs> yeah that, well, and you hear that too right when someone uh doesn't have sight they hear better when they don't hear they yeah. see better and all the uh, smell better etc uh I, th I definitely think our bodies over over correct where where they need to and we have different right. different superpowers right um s speaking of that three you had cere cerebral palsy uh you, you were in a wheelchair what, my mother did, was oh your yeah. mother was not you not okay, me, not i'm me. sorry <laughs> i got that wrong i apologize no, that's okay but your mother five children right five, four brothers and sisters yeah. um single mother uh, this is uh, again richard dr d uh and Devix, this is what I love about the voice and what I think they bring in so many different layers. They bring these types of stories to mm -hmm. to the front yeah. where they need to be. These are the stories I want to hear because they're inspirational. They're um, it reminds you, 
your life's not so bad sometimes that you, there are difficulties that others mm -hmm. face, that we all face things every day that are yeah. difficult. Um, how did your mother handle that? I mean, look at what a great person you are. Obviously, she's oh, a great, great woman and raised a great son. And what's what was that like? And how tell us about your mother and how she's inspired your choices. I think um, I think it's probably just been a, a, a lineup or a lineage of probably motivation and inspiration. So, like, my grandmother was a very, very hardworking person. I remember her telling stories. Um, about how she would just be busting her butt all day at work. She'd come home and feel literally completely drained to the point where she could probably just pass on at that moment. And then like gets a second win, gets up, makes her dinner, you know, mm -hmm. fixes up you know, everything for the kids and everything. And it's just like little moments like that. I mean, they're huge moments, really. Yeah. Um, I think when we're kids looking up at that, they're little, but then we start to kind of, you know, get everything's about piecing things together. In retrospect. And, um, <clears throat> yeah. It just like, I think she's, grown and experienced that situation growing up and then she kind of was like okay well let's replicate that you know um make ha make do with what we have uh find ways to utilize what is you you know able to be used and um and so there's a lot of diligence and perseverance in terms of like even if she you know couldn't make ends meet somewhere financially or you know we couldn't go to the to the to the I don't know the amusement park that we wanted to go to that weekend because just things weren't like you know we didn't have the means or the transportation or whatever the case was. Um, she always made sure that there was a way for us to appreciate not only appreciate what we have and how to appreciate it you know like reminding us say like you don't need like material things you have mm -hmm. each other like those kinds of lessons. Um, but she also I think a lot of our creativity as a family like uh, just came from this buildup of, I guess, being able to create something out of thin air, create something out of nothing, uh, right. which I think is why sound is such an important thing to me because it literally just waves through the air. It's not even a tangible thing. It's just vibration. And it affects us this much on a daily basis. That <laughs> blows my mind. Yeah. You know? So that's, that, that science is just, it's fascinating. Mind boggling. It really yeah. Is. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. By the way, th there's an interesting aspect to it that I, I find fascinating uh, being, uh, uh, I'm not an acoustician, but I've been in the sound business for 43 years, and the thing that's amazed me uh, that delves into metaphysics and being in the now, if you hear it, you're no, that's the past. If your ear and your brain is interpreted, it's already in the past. It's like when, when I'm watching the wave being created on our screen here as we're recording this interview. If I see the wave, I'm looking at the past. And in front of that line, there's nothing. So that's the future. It's very, very interesting uh, and somewhat perplexing too. But uh, that's cool. You ever heard of the? Uh, have you ever heard of the Mozart effect? I remember that name. I don't remember what it is. Yeah. Well, it has to do with the fact that, uh, and I don't know why it was Mozart that was selected, but nonetheless, that supposedly Mozart's music uh, has an effect on the brain waves, neural pathways, synapses, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, where you, you can actually sort of almost re rewire your brain with classical music. In this case, it was Mozart's music. And then I read an article not too long after that, poo-pooing the whole thing, and I'm going. Oh, please. It's mm. probably because they didn't select Brahms or Bach. <laughs> or Devix. Or Devix. Or Devix, exactly. But the whole arena to me, is so 
fascinating. And it what is. you said earlier about uh, uh, one piece of music or one chord or one note and how it will affect people. Uh, if it's a sharp, it's a, if it's a flat, quarter note, half note, eighth note, etc., uh, it could be intentionally sharp out of key too, like yeah, just little things like that. Even yeah, it's amazing. Oh my God, Richard, what what was I thinking? Giving you guys twenty minutes, we can't do <laughs> we can't do you justice in twenty minutes. Cello, please join us. By the way, please. I know you're waiting patiently there. Join us with more the merrier. On Come the, on, on the down. Jeremiah show. Um, <laughs> there, hey buddy. what is you? going on? Hey, how, how are you, bud? Uh, see, I told Very you, it's good. more the more the merrier. The more the merrier. Absolutely. Before we move on, Devix, and thank you so much for w being patient, Jello. We, we, we love, we're so happy to have you here. Uh, have all you guys here. This is just amazing. Um, we are surrounded by greatness, Doctor D. Truly, uh, such an honor, you two. So, Devix, tell us about the nickname, if you would. I want to say sure. quickly, but you know, take your time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. Uh, there's, uh, there's, there's a long story and a short story. Short story is that it, it was a, a character that I would uh, create in in video game design over the years of youth. You know, that was a hobby of mine. Mm -hmm. um, the longer story is that there was a specific game that, like, we all loved as a family, or at least me and my brothers and one of my sisters, um, called Final Fantasy. And in the ninth game, because it's always a different roster of characters and a different storyline and everything, there was one character named Vivi. And I liked the name as this like cool slash cute looking little character that like had cool like little magic powers and everything. And uh, uh, I started to <clears throat> kind of, I guess, tribute that by making a similar character by the name of Devi. And along the line, you know, trying to use it as like a screen name or whatever, we throw in the X because every time you want to use a name, it's taken. Um, and then it was supposed to be like a project or, or a, a, an idea concept or something like that. Um, but I used it as an, uh, a name to go under an open mic one day and people just started calling me that <laughs> and I didn't piece together that that's how that was going to work. But that just kind of like automatically adapted it to, to me. So I was like, you know what? I, I'll, yeah. Well, I'll do that one because I don't cool. typically use my name for for music, like my real name. So, the the artist known as Devix, I, I love the name. It's very cool, and I haven't heard it before. So, and I know how you know have an artist on. They're always like, I'm like, why did you name your band that? And they're like, because there was nothing left. <laughs> you, you've come up with a great, right? You come up with a great, great name there. It's it's uh, you th it's you think about it. Team Gwen, how how awesome is that? Do you pinch yourself that you're on? Uh, I'm on. I'm on. Uh, I'm with Camila. Um, why, why do I have bad information? It's my information. I'm <laughs> doing. It, I'm doing it up. online. It's not from. It's my own. My own research sucks. I guess, Doctor D. I need a better. It's okay. Research. It's all right. That's why we're here. You know. <laughs> That's right. We gotta we gotta help you out. Thank you. Um, we all help yeah, no, each other. It feels it feels great. Um, I went into it with this idea that. It was definitely going to be, I mean, she was like my top pick. And then I had John right under her. Mm -hmm. um, and then when I was thinking about, you know, I guess when you're pre, like, what do you, when you preface these reasons to yourself of why you would pick who, it doesn't really have that same effect when you're actually there in the moment. Yeah. Because, you know, other things are starting to play part. You know, certain things that they say conversationally, they start to kind of like change your, you're like, oh, that's actually a, good point like i didn't even think about that like that shows me where your mind is you know that those are the types of things that really like lift you and kind of gauge you to pick one way or the other so i i thought about a lot of different things and um i was 
on the verge of picking John. Um, and he, uh, I loved the, the praise that he was giving me. And like, we, I definitely had a connection with him at, in, in a musical way, in a social way. Um, but I, I think one of the biggest things that a lot of people beat me up for, for not picking him was that, Oh, well you sound like him. You should have went with him or you have the same style as him. You should have went with him. Um, or vocal style at least. And I, I just, at the end of the day, didn't think that that was a sufficient enough reason pick a coach because you sound like them. That, that I didn't like that idea. So yeah. Camila was talking and, and, you know, she was kind of road mapping how we would move, like how she would want to build me up, you know, how to, how, you know, we talk about a lot about the pop sensibility in music. She's like, I want to see that. And I want to put it into this and this and this. And I see you doing that with this song. Like you're making it into something different, but at the same time, you're keeping a lot of um, aspects of the music that make it very pop uh, feeling. And that's, that's what she wanted to move on with. So it's like, you, you just showed me that you're already thinking ahead. And that was uh, immediately attracted me. So mm, I, Still happy with my decision. I love John, but <laughs> very happy to be moving forward with her. Yeah, and that's what's another great thing about the voice. It, again, the voice has so many different. It's so layered and nuanced, and different, um, different, interesting um, avenues that it takes and explores and and un, unwraps with us for us. Uh, but one of the one of those is that these great iconic musicians. Uh, Rachello, they're 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 pitching you. <laughs> I want you. That's got to feel great, first of all. And then here's why. Sure. And here's not only why, but but here's what I can. I think we can work on together. That's um, pretty pretty cool. Well, listen, we yeah. got to Devixie. We don't have to say goodbye, but we do have to give Cello a little time since he's been waiting here forever. Sure. He's probably his legs are probably falling asleep <laughs> or something. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I just decided to stand the whole time. I've been standing. I, I have chairs. I've not been using them. Uh, I don't know what's going on with me. And, and that's, that's twenty twenty one. He's being yeah. He's being very chairs modest. are old news. Yeah, chairs well, are old news. They're old news, and he's being modest when he says he says he's standing. He's standing actually on his head. So that's <laughs> give yourself give yourself credit. I, just, I don't want to brag. You know, I'm trying not to brag. I'm trying to be humble. I know, but I'm gonna do it for you he's been standing on his head for 30 minutes so congratulations (laughs) um last thing devix before we go your grandmother took care of you during the day right do i have that right i hope (laughs) um no oh shoot i shouldn't even there were there were times where like uh i would go visit and then like she would she would just be the sole guardian at that point but uh i use my i Say it again. Sorry, I said I use my imagination. I, I read your bio and I and I make up things in my head. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, it's all, it's all me. But your grandmother was very important to you. Your mother, oh, such a hard worker. Mom, thank you so much for uh, for sacrificing so much. And and, and Devix is uh, look where he's he's going, and and so much more to come ahead, uh, my friend. But let's thank your mom. Let's thank your grandma. Th- throw out their names there. Give them a shout out. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, my grandma's passed away earlier this year. Um, but you know, rest in Let's peace. Remember. Uh, rest her soul. Uh, yeah, my mother Lisa um, can't can't thank her enough. I mean, she set it in the ways that she could. You know, she set up life for success for the rest of us to, you know, really make a difference. Mm-hmm. And can't you know, can't not appreciate the hell out of that. <laughs> mm, love it. Uh, yes, thank you to mom and grandma, Devix, and thank you, Devix, for for coming on and for 
sharing your gift through the voice and uh, through, you know, everything you've done your life here and, sure. and sharing your music. Thank you guys music. for having me. Thank you. Um, before we go, though, what song would you like us to play here? We're going to take a quick break and come back with cello, but what would sure. you like? Um, I don't have too much release, but if you go to YouTube, um, there's an original video of, of a song I wrote called Peace of Mind. Um, so if you want to throw that on, that's a, that's a fun one. That's what we're going to play right now. Here is Devix and Peace of Mind. Um, one last time, let me give out your, uh, on Spotify, uh, follow Devix on Instagram and Facebook. It is at Devix Music, and that's spelled D-E-V-I-X. Um, also follow at NBC The Voice. It's season 22. You can contact Devix at DevixOfficial.com. And we'll be right back.
Check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hi there, everybody. This is Ann Hitch. Hey, everybody. I'm Art Alex Hucks from the band Everclear. My name's Danny Dreho. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Jeremiah, you're loved, homes. need help with your restaurant or hospitality business? See how we can help your business at hjlrestaurantadvisors.com. Hey, this is Jeff Stunk Baxter. Please open your heart and reach out to a veteran and let them know, number one, that they are loved and respected. You won't give up if they don't give up. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. I see the crystal raindrops fall And the beauty of your dollars When the sun comes shining through To make those rainbows in my mind When I think of you sometimes I want to spend more time with you Just the two of us We can make it if we try just the two, just the two, just the two of us Building castles in the sky Just the two of us Ruling time I hear the crystal raindrops fall On the window down the hall And it makes the morning too And darling, when the morning comes And I What's your name? My name's Cello. I'm 22 years old and Cello. I'm from Chester, Pennsylvania. Wow. 
Hello. Hello, Mayago. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I got to tell you, I loved your song choice. I think you got a cool voice. I'm kind of pumping the brakes here a little bit because I am on a roll. <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, oh, God. Are you? So, I don't know. Not really. But, uh, you know, to be totally honest with you, I literally don't think John can beat Camila. Oh, I'm just wow. saying it. That's all I'm saying. Like, oh, my God. I don't think like he can. the nicest thing you've so, ever said to good me. Good luck. Congratulations. Ciao. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is a moment because we're besties, so this is, this is the thing. First of all, I had like a year in fourth grade where I played the cello, if that means anything to you. It does. But um, you are a cool, cool cat. Um, Thank you. I, John and I turned at the exact same time, so we can't be like, I turned around first. I think I was slightly ahead of her. Not slightly. really. The fact that you could make it so cool Without any riffs or runs at first, it was just your tone. And then you did this like one crazy run at the end and I was like, oh, he was just holding that in like till the end. <laughs> I just could really picture listening to your records in the car. And then I turned around and you were just like shuffling and you were like- Getting it. You were getting it. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. to just get on my knees and beg. Oh, wow. Because I know John's going to try to get the last word in. Right, right. And I see a lot of potential in you. Ooh. Ooh. You know what's crazy on this show? Because we can't see, we have these fantasies of what, what does this person look like, right? And right. for me, you actually look like your voice. <laughs> because you're so original. You're sounding your voice and kind of quirky and quirky. different about it. And I didn't get to see the dancing, but I'm very much looking, looking yeah. forward to that. Thank you so much. Cello! What's up? I just loved watching you perform. The word that came to my mind most was joy. Like, yeah. it felt like you truly enjoyed being on stage and you wanted to bring joy to other people. Aww. I love that song. And your voice is so different and interesting. And you wanted to see how you would cover any other song. Totally. What do you like to sing most of the time? I kind of just sing what I listen to, like John Bellion. I love John Bellion. That's so Me cool. Too. Yeah. I've written with him a lot. That's incredible. Do you perform live? Most of my live performing experience has actually just been from the church. I grew up singing and playing in church too. And I think the fact that you get to bring joy and energy to this room of people. And you know, people go to church, they want to hear the word, but the music is such a key part. Yeah. And and cello, I um <laughs> I I I I would be so excited to be your coach. I'm trying to get the last word. Of course she is. <laughs> It makes so much sense that you're a fan of John Bellion because what I see <laughs> in you, I see in so many of my favorite artists. Like you're somebody that I just want to like sing with you and and perform with you. You know, like yeah. I feel like a fan of you. Mm. So um, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. So who do you pick as your coach? Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Cello. I think I'm gonna go with Camila. Oh hey, welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. We are spending the hour, the two hours actually, now with uh, artists from The Voice. And God, it's been a lot of fun, doesn't it, oh, Dr. Yeah, D? Yeah, absolutely. 
they're so individual. Everybody's so individual, and you know that, right? Everybody's an individual. But uh, the, I haven't heard the same story twice. Mm-hmm. These are great, mm-hmm. great stories. Really great music. Um, and the season twenty-two is it premiered on Monday. Um, but uh, what a perfect time to jump in if you if you can catch up. It, it, you haven't missed um, too many episodes. NBC's The Voice, um, Camila Cabello goes for the bold with Blake Shelton, John Legend, and returning coach Gwen Stefani. I always love when she's on. You can watch new episodes of The Voice on Mondays and Tuesdays, 8, 7 Central on NBC, or you can do what I do, which is stream it on Peacock. Love Peacock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Season okay. 22. Again, how cool though that we've been. I think we've been interviewing uh, and been, you know, with the voice here over many, many seasons now. I think uh, seventeen at least, if not yeah. more. Um, so it's been very, very cool. Again, this is the voice. Mondays, Tuesdays, eight seven Central on NBC, and welcome our very special guest, Cello Man. It's good to have you here. Hello, hello. Thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah, the pleasure is all ours. And believe me when I say that. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just me and Dr. D here. And, you know, we can only talk about Adele so much. He just doesn't sing as well. <laughs> I'm sure it's still a good time, though. Wow. <laughs> it's always a good time, but he doesn't sing. Enough. He doesn't have no. enough of a catalog. Uh, no, I, I only so. have a very limited <laughs> repertoire. <laughs> Pennsylvania, huh? You're a Pennsylvania boy. Chester, I've never I am. Been yeah, yeah, that's right. 20 minutes outside of Philly uh, in Chester. I, it's interesting how many uh, similarities me and Devix have because uh, we're both from Pennsylvania. Um, we both have a uh, grandmother influence in our lives and both of our friends were uh, the people that came to support us in our blinds and we're both on Team Camila. It's just... Yeah, I feel like a copy-paste after, after him, so I'm sorry for a lack of originality of my life, uh, but I'm trying. <laughs> oh, man, well, we're going we're gonna, to um, peel back the onion here a little bit of, of cello. How did you get the name? And find more. I know you're an original, so don't don't put yourself down there. I'll, I, I won't have it. <laughs> That's right. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, yeah I appreciate it. Um, it looks yeah, like so my, Sadie my just cello, joined us, too. I'm sorry. Uh, stem- I'm sorry, cello. Sorry. See, you you will get your time, I promise you. You've been waiting so patiently. But I <laughs> yeah, just wanted, no to, I wanted to welcome Sadie has just joined us. Hi, hello there. <laughs> now you got an audience, Jello. Don't don't mess up. <laughs> well, I'm really nervous now. Um, so that's great. <laughs> well, um, what does that mean? Um, you just mentioned the, the part I pulled out of that that I liked uh, between you and Devix is that you uh, – not only have all these be- these similarities in background, but that you guys are both on the same team. Um, do you just do you bond? Like, what happens? Um, I, you're competing, right? But you're also it doesn't feel like that, right? You guys become you've got the same coach. You um, you, you you do things together. Uh, what is that like? What is that experience like for you? Yeah, it's really interesting. It's really interesting because ultimately the root of the show is a competition. Um, But with my entire experience, it it really feels like such a small fraction of it is a competition while the rest is such a bonding experience and a networking opportunity. You get to meet so many really cool people um, and make a lot of really cool friends as well. Um, I was talking with someone and... 
during my experience and they said this uh that i thought was really interesting they were like out of the entire time that you're here only about like 12 minutes is an actual competition um but it's so interesting because those uh metaphorical 12 minutes uh wow it's the most paramount like experience it's the one that matters as to whether or not you progress um which is just really interesting and it's stressful when you think of it like that um but it's it there's just so much to enjoy in the meantime that if i don't think about that i'm i'm having a good time everything's good <laughs> yeah well how can you help not i mean you must just say whoa i'm here i mean not only the mm -hmm. long road to get there i know what it because uh, I, I mentioned earlier in the show I have friends that have tried out and they haven't made it and they're really talented. I've, you know, watched them grow over, you know, over the years and they don't make it. It's hard. It's a hard road to get there. And then when you're on there, again, I'm making these parallel connections, but the voice really is this micro, uh, this little universe of the music industry. And I mean, you've got these icons that are ahead of you that have, that have traveled the road that you're traveling now. They have earned it they have probably seen every experience up highs and lows and now they are competing to get you <laughs> to coach you yeah to train you and then <laughs> and then and then you're surrounded by other talented musicians that all took that road to get there that you did <clears throat> but you're making friends and you're learning from them as much as they're learning from you and the i mean it's just this whole and then there's glamour and glitz and and the industry and cameras and lights and audiences it must be hard to keep focused if you talk about that 12 minutes of actual you know singing competition um it must be really hard as an artist you gotta you gotta go okay this is because you gotta you gotta do all of that it's networking it's right you can't just come in and be i'm cello and I'm going to kill all of you. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to right. wipe the stage. I have with all brought of you. a weapon with me. I, I mean, me. metaphorically, uh, yeah. you know, kill, kill, you kill it <laughs> Metaphorical, <on stage>. metaphorical <laughs> weapon. Actually, uh, his weapon is his voice. Uh, for all of you listeners out there. Um, we do not encourage not violence. No. Yeah. no, 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 no. Um, what is, I mean, do you, have you thought about that as your head it looks like you've got such a great hair. Maybe it, it, oh, your head exploded a little <laughs> by the <thought>. right, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot to take in. There's so much, um, especially uh, for someone like myself that has had no experience like it uh, in terms of stage performance, in terms of being in front of the camera consistently, um, and just getting that, that slice of what it's like to be in the creative space. Um, my musical journey has really been solo for the majority of everything that I've done. Everything is really self-taught um, and just figuring stuff out. So then to be tossed into this like arena of like super immensely talented people with a very, very high production value attached to it. Um, it's a lot, it takes a lot of time to process. Um, and my, my headspace, I guess, was, I don't really know how to describe it other than just being in a constant state of awe um, and wonder just because it's like, wow, um, grasping the reality that this is an incredible opportunity that I actually get to be a part of. And I get to learn from so many incredible people, meet incredibly talented people. Um, yeah, the, I, 
really the competition going back to that idea like that really wasn't in my head it was just like wow i can't believe this is real um you kind of get transported into another universe and then like when you're done you go back into real life and you're like oh what the heck was that (laughs) did i just like wake up and that was a dream or what's going on here um yeah yeah. it must be just a a completely surreal experience at what age did you find the voice and uh, at what age did you say, I, I'm going to get on that show? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think I first saw the voice when I was like 15, 14 or 15. Um, and when I was 17 was when I first ever auditioned. Um, and it's just weird to think that, I'm 22 now, and now I've actually made it on The Voice. Um, How so many times it, have you auditioned? It's really bizarre. Uh, sorry to cut you uh, to talk over you. Uh, how many times have you auditioned then? Um, I think I've auditioned like four times, four okay. or five times. Um, yeah, the first two times were like in before COVID. Um, so there were more in-person things where they would travel to city to city, Mm -hmm. um, to have open call auditions. And I did two of those. Um, then I took a break and then COVID hit. Um, and that started online open calls. Um, so I was like, Oh, I mean, I can spend 90 seconds to film myself for an open call audition and see what happens. So, um, yeah, it was definitely a lot of effort initially to try to find a place to stay with everything when there was an audition location that was outside of my hometown. Um, I was going to say so that's a sacrifice. That's a lot of sacrifice. That's hard for you. Did your family help mm-hmm. support that as well? Your mom, your grandmother? Right. Yeah, they were supportive for sure. And they've always been very supportive of pretty much any interest that I've had, which I've, I'm very, very grateful to have the emotional support system that I have that's uh, just constantly spurring me on to do the things that I love. Um, Tell us it about feels your, like a blessing for sure. Yeah. Your grandmother. Uh, I have this, this working theory that, or theme that grandmothers are just, they're just amazing. I mean, they basically give us life, but they also, you know, down the, down the line, but they, um, they teach and, inspire so much in every single one of us uh, so many stories of my grandmother I, I learned how to cook that with her mm. the family recipe or I you know your grandmother who supported you and your music career and music endeavors and uh, you know helped in the family I mean the grandmothers do so much and don't get enough thanks so let's thank your grandmother right. tell us about her yeah yeah for sure like here on the Jeremiah show we support we support grandmas <laughs> we love grandmas. Um, and we love grandmas and I love my grandma. She's incredible. She's amazing. Um, and she is such an, uh, important influence in my life to that has helped me be where I am and be who I am. Um, so I'm so, I'm so grateful for that. Hmm. Well, what's, and what's her name? Her name's Margie. Margie. Good name. Margie. <laughs> um, and, also, what's interesting is she's not my biological grandma. Um, she, we're not actually related. So in theory, she has no, I mean, she already doesn't have any obligation with me whatsoever, but the fact that she's not even related to me just further makes me feel loved in a way. Cause it's like, you, you're just doing this because you care about me and love 
stupid me for whatever reason, <laughs> but I, I'll take it. I'll take Jello, it for sure. I told you once, you're not going to put yourself down. We love you. <laughs> we love grandmas and cello on the Jeremiah That's show. Right. That's um, right. And this oh, gentleman, he's so you. humble. It's probably because he stood on his head for 20 minutes. I right. That yeah. yeah. That, you know, it's yeah, just really rushing see. back. and, and uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, I had to mute my microphone to vomit, uh, but I'm good now. <laughs> yeah, he's also hilarious. So, Cello, uh, <laughs> the um, were you all were you a class clown? Were you like the guy that made everybody laugh? Um, I was certainly the guy that didn't do very well at school and got distracted. Uh, whether or not I made others laugh is another thing. Um, yeah, I I was actually for all of high school. I was I was put into a online an online school. I, I went to a private school and then. Uh, it got a little expensive and yeah so i i was uh i didn't have a lot of in-person interaction for school mm -hmm. unfortunately um but that that social interaction kind of balanced out with other things that i did uh like things part of my church and other extracurricular activities um, your grandmother so i still had that social dynamic mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and your grandmother introduced you to church which that led mm -hmm. to the music right am i right or that led to um, learning instruments and and expanding on your love for music. No, that's certainly possible. See, I, tell you, I, I never really I make stuff married up. the two ideas. Um, she definitely introduced me to church and to God, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, but in terms of, I guess she also introduced me to music because when I was five, she gave me a guitar and was like, "Hey, you can learn this." And then I picked it up for about 10 minutes. I was like, no, um, too hard. Not doing that. Where's my uh, skateboard? Where's the Xbox? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to play call of duty, even though I'm seven. Um, so, oh, wow. uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really pick up the guitar until I was about 15. That's when I took that same guitar. I was like, actually, let me try to learn something. Um, and I just, I just fell in love with it. I didn't just fall in love with the guitar. I fell in love with, with music. And that's what really, um, encouraged me and gave me the, um, the gusto to start singing more in front of people as well. Um, and that kind of just started a positive feedback loop because the people that heard me was like, Oh, that's pretty good. You should keep doing that. Mm -hmm. And I said, thank you. Okay. I will. Um, and that just kept happening. <laughs> thank I, you very I much. Kept, doing more yeah i will think that here's my um, tip jar so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you play your multi-instrumentalist uh is that like i was thinking about that like being um like bilingual is is it almost i mean you're learning music which is a language and, and mm -hmm. learning languages uh, i wonder if they're the same discipline in a different way hmm. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I've heard music described as another language a ton of times. And I, I totally agree with that because you really, it is a form of communication. And it's just, I think that's so beautiful when you have the opportunity to um, just kind of jam out with someone that you've never met before. Um, and you guys both speak that same language um, and you can just create something amazing. Um, even though you've never had a conversation with them in real life, <laughs> other yeah. than whatever you guys are playing, which I I just, I love that. I do too. I love that imagery you just uh, put out there. I love that. That's all. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. That's really, really cool. Um, so which instruments do you play cello? Do you play the cello? Yeah. 
You would think that I'd get around to it by now um, for playing the cello. No, <laughs> I'm probably going to like be a master at the accordion before I get the cello, just because I, uh, I've not gotten around to it and got to get to it. Uh, but no, I play, I play guitar. I play some piano, play some drums. I sing a little bit. Um, I play some other stringed instruments and also I'm doing music production. So that's really my, my big instrument of focus, I'd say, cause it, it really is its own thing. It's own beast. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, back to playing the cello. You're not an original guy. You're, I mean, you, sorry, backwards. You are an original guy. I don't want to wear my I head, agree. Yeah. I, I was starting to see how you've influenced me to yeah. don't, don't yeah. do that. Don't do that. You, I'm all about I've, creating yes. a self-deprecating atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, I'm very toxic. And fans that back that up. Uh, <laughs> no, right. Uh, yeah. No, no, I meant the opposite. My brains were not working very well today. Uh, the... Um, you're unoriginal is what I meant to say. Very original from the few minutes that we've had together. If you played the cello, that would be too obvious. You right. Know, yeah. I got to keep that. everyone on their toes. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, and I like that you mentioned that you are a vocalist as an instrument. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, very, very. Well, so let's talk about that live stream. You, you, you do a live stream on, uh, I, I think it's Vimeo's livestream.com. And you perform online, and you are you are you creating music software or uh, just a real a big fan of music software and learning that as a craft? Uh, yeah. So a couple years ago, I did live streaming where I would just talk to whoever came in and I would play songs. I did this uh, probably when I was about seventeen or eighteen, um, and I got a little bit of a following, which was was cool at the time. Um, but then when I started getting more into music production, um, I kind of stopped with live streaming just with some other stuff that came up as well. Um, yeah, I'm not developing any software. I, I'm not ready for that. I, I, I just want to, <laughs> I want to get good with the toys that already exist. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the past, since I guess the past like three or four years, I've just been really trying to focus on being able to properly express the ideas in my brain and share it with other people without having to rely on others to do it for me besides there's not Good much goal. improvement you can make on ms pac-man <laughs> yeah i mean i can try <laughs> I'm tr yeah. yeah we haven't cracked that one yet especially so the ms we'll pac-man soundtrack it's that's right this is incredible right. I, I dream of that yeah I, I, when i it's, sleep i hear it so <laughs> yeah i think it's grammy nominated or something that's i mean right. it's that's really right. good could be you could be yeah. right all right so describe <laughs> your sound uh, and where you're going to go with this what do you want where do you see cello yeah um i would consider myself as an alternative pop artist um I have a lot of pop influence, but it's not necessarily exactly commercial. Like a lot of my influences as was, uh, heard on the show, like John Bellion's a huge influence of mine. He's just so his own thing. Um, and I absolutely love that. Um, and I, I want to do my own thing as well. Um, so I, I like to, uh, I, I was thinking about this today. I think the, the music that I like is kind of a fusion between like, acoustic guitar mixes with like boom bop drums uh just i love drums and i love acoustic guitar so managing to weave those together in a, a fun way is what i want to do ultimately i just want to create what i like and i hope others like it too mm, we do we do cool. and <laughs> okay so you're 
on The Voice, so check that out. But where else can they see your fans find you on your live stream? Do you have any performances coming up? Um, so I currently don't have any performances coming up. Um, right now I'm in the process of working on original music um, for when the opportunity allows itself to release that to the world. Um, I'm very, very excited to to share that with others and give people a, a taste of what, what my brain sounds like, I guess. <laughs> I like that. But, yeah, uh, I like how you I'm, put I'm that. very active on Instagram. Um, my Instagram's Life of Cello, Life of C-H-E-L-L-O. Um, and I, I've also just been making a lot of silly videos. Um, so that's been really interesting for me is trying to find the balance between music content and just entertainment content. I've been making a lot of silly little videos cause I think they're funny and I want to share them with people. Um, and it's very not related to the voice. So it's like, how do I properly balance this with everyone while everyone still enjoys their time on my Instagram? <laughs> you know what you, you you've picked two things that are. The, the, the blood of human beings, the, the thing that keeps us going, I think, is laughing and comedy. So you got some, <laughs> there's joy in that mm -hmm. and keeping us happy and entertained and laughing with you and smiling. Amazing. Thank you. And the music and <laughs> producing music. Those two things I think uh, we need more of in this world. Yes. Um, follow the life of cello on Instagram and, uh, and stay, you know, follow, don't forget to click takes two seconds click follow or subscribe or whatever the social media platform wants you to do do it and especially do it here with my friend cello uh, you won't be disappointed you want to follow the life of cello and uh keep keep up with all the music that he'll be releasing thank you so much my friend we want to play a song of yours here going to break uh do you have anything on youtube that we can we can play here um, I don't have any original music out. I just have some like, YouTube videos like? of covers. Yeah. Um, Which one would you like us to play? I guess, I guess one is, it's an older one. It's Neapolitan Dreams uh, mm. by Lisa Mitchell, but I, I covered it. Uh, people like that one. So I hope you guys like that one too. Here it is. Thank you so much, everybody, for uh, listening and spending time with the six artists from The Voice, NBC's The Voice, season 22, Mondays, Tuesdays, 8, 7 Central. Um, communicate, listen more, and evolve. Have a great week, everybody. Just a little touch of fate, it'll be okay It sure takes its precious time It's got rights and so have I I turn my head up to the sky I focus one thought at a time I do not let the little thieves Under my tiny but asleep Couldn't be a longer time I feel like I am walking blind I know we're out of time, there are no legible signs There are no legible signs I like the way that you talk, I like the way that you walk It's hard to recreate such an individual game Your way of turning the cue, you say your sorries and thank yous I don't think you're ever 100% in the room You're not in the room
deepest of all the dark nights Still lies the highest of highs Near Farlington dreams Stretching out to the sea Where you're turning the queue You say your sorries and thank yous I don't think you're ever 100% in the room You're not in the room You're not in the room This is comedian Maz Chobrani, and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to Dr. D for making our voices come alive on the airwaves and to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Be sure to check out our very own Richard Dugan, a.k.a. Dr. D, Peabody Award-nominated radio show. Tell me your story every Sunday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and sound and engineer producer Richard Dr. D. Dugan and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. I'm up putting my guns in the ground I can't shoot them anymore That cold black cloud is coming down This is Miles Copeland. Yeah, I just had the honor of speaking to the Jeremiah Show. Who would have believed that little old me would have the opportunity to speak on such a prestigious show? And they even talked about my book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back, My Life in the Music Business. So it was a great pleasure to uh, be on that show, the Jeremiah Show. I love you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.